This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit santos-threads.com. You are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 27. Here with you once more on this wonderful, wonderful time of December 2021. Wrapping up soon. Real happy to be with you guys, man. Um, Once more, episode number 27. I want to invite you all to make sure you follow me on Instagram, uh, Santos Thread Shop. Also, uh, follow me on TikTok. I don't post much on TikTok, but I do um, occasionally, you know, I do occasionally post things there. I'm working on it. You know, it's a little bit of a challenge for me with TikTok. I don't love the format of TikTok much, um, to be honest with you. I don't love it, but I do know that there's a lot of great uh, people there. There's a lot of great connects you can make on, on TikTok. So certainly I'm getting myself acclimated and working on that as well. Santos Thread Shop, of course. Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, getting the merch, uh, the merch, man. The merch has been, you know, it's been a real work in progress, and it's it's come along nicely this year. So I'm real, real proud of how that's come out. Uh, so thank you guys also for tuning in once more. The Santos Says podcast, also on YouTube. Everybody listening on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, and Amazon Music, and away we go. So episode number twenty-seven on this episode. I will have a guest. I will have a special guest. This person right here, uh, this interview is, is a little a little while in the making, uh, a couple weeks in the making. I'm real proud to have this person join me uh, here today, actually, um, on this episode. This person is a Puerto Rican, like myself, uh, fellow Boricua. This person is a rhyme spitter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I always identify with the real. I love to bring those interesting guests with that interesting perspective, people who are real, real people, like-minded individuals. And in this instance, it will not be, excuse me, it would not disappoint. This person will not disappoint. His name is True Words. True Words. And he is a lyricist of the fifth degree, a lyricist of, or whatever, the umph degree, whatever you want to call it. This person is an advocate for that real hip hop, that boom bap, that traditional lyricism that really quite quite honestly that is what got my attention that is how i found him as a matter of fact i can't remember how i found him i was scrolling on social media on instagram and i saw his music and i was blown away by what i heard and then to be honest with you guys to keep it 100 i saw he's puerto rican you know he's a latino i'm like i gotta get this guy on here how do I get this guy on here? So that's what you know. That's where we are. And today he is joining me. True words, um, and definitely really happy to have him here. As a matter of fact, he is backstage, and I'm gonna let him in, and we're gonna start the conversation. Um, without further ado, so he's gonna just to get into it. We're gonna talk with him. Uh, we'll find out what he's up to. Get his opinions on some of the things that are going on in hip hop. But really, I want to talk to him as far as what he's up to. Um, We'll, we'll get some of his backstory, all those things, and we'll have a nice conversation. We'll get it going right now. So I would like to welcome, without further delay, welcome to the show, True Words. Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, 
how does the mic uh, sound? Does it sound uh, I'm a little too far? No, no, it sounds good. Perfect. It sounds good. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bro. How you doing, brother? Good to good to uh, good to have you. Um, uh, thank you for joining me. Man, it's good to be here, man. It's good to be here, man. It's a long time coming. Um, yeah, yeah. We had this planned, but uh, unfortunately, life gets in the way. But you know, we here. We no, here, we here, man. We here, bro. Thank you. It's a, it's a blessing. Up. I appreciate having you. Thank you for coming on, brother. Anytime, brother. Anytime. You already know. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely. I, I was just telling. Um, so I was talking to the audience, just saying in my interview, in my uh, introduction, I was talking about kind of like how I found you, cause right. A lot of times, right? I mean, I I try to keep up with stuff. I I follow different accounts and stuff like that, and um, I can't. To be honest with you, I don't remember how the heck I found you. How you came up? You came up in something. It usually, probably one of the artists that I followed or something. Probably and, sound like that. Yeah. And so you came up, and I saw something right and, and i i said i i wrote to you about this once and um something about uh, you can you can tell it better than me because you made you wrote the rhyme but like something about like you blew me away with something you said about like uh oliver twist or something like that um oh the oliver twist line yeah, yeah right yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. and i just i was like all right i gotta get this guy on the show so yeah that was a slick line that's a little line that's a little line that I, I um, because you know Oliver, the, that book Oliver Twist, you know what I'm saying, it's it's just um, it's just a crazy ass twisted you know little story and stuff like that. So I had to like put it into a a line where it made it seem like it's a twisted line, like a, you know that kind of twisted line. So a lot of people caught it. You know people that you know people that read it and stuff like that caught the line. Uh, people that didn't. They probably did that research and then they were like, oh, yeah, of course. That's what it is. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because I, I think, right, I agree with you 100%. And one of the things that that um, that we always, we can agree on also is that, like, I think a lot of times people kind of shy away from, especially lyricists and, and, and other MCs that are on the fence, they kind of shy away from certain degrees of lyricism because right. they're afraid it's going to go over people's heads. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people dumb their stuff down just because they want people to uh, actually grasp what they're trying to say. So they'll try they'll try to be like a little more simplistic. And I say, don't be simplistic, man. It's not it's not it's not your fault that they don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Um, let them do their research. That's even better. You know, they do their research, and then when they get it themselves later on, I'm like, holy, sh this is what this guy meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it now. You know what I'm saying? You know. It's, it's it's um you know lyricism is for the, it's for special people people with with that ear of understanding words in a sense you know, you know what I'm saying um it's it's hard for the like the, the youth to really catch on right now but eventually you know if if more of us do come out and we keep doing what we're doing uh, um. I think it's a possibility that they might catch on. They might start liking that type of music. You know what I'm saying? So let's see yeah. what happens. You never know. Yeah. You know? It, it, it. Listen, I agree with you. And, and and that's the thing, because that's how we got into it. See, when we come right. up in that era, because, you know, we're, we're more or less in the same age range. So, like, when we, right. came, we come up in that era, you know, talking 90s, you know, 90s and early 2000s even, where lyricism was a thing. Like, you had to come with it. 
you had to bring it right you gotta have like it yeah you had to have it you had to have it so i guess i want to we'll start with this we'll just go into a little bit about you as far as like your come up where you come from tell us about like where you like where you come from and how some of that kind of factored into your influences coming up to to want to aspire to be an mc uh well what inspired me um well i, I want to just um start from the beginning I'm going to start from the beginning because it makes more sense. Um, I started off breakdancing back then uh, when I was younger. At the age of seven, I started breakdancing, you know, like hip-hop scene and everything. And and that led to, like, DJing. I also did my part of DJing with, you know, especially hip-hop and stuff like that. And then it led more into uh, poetry in um, elementary school. You know, in fifth grade, um, my teacher was just pushing me and pushing me to, like, write poetry poetry so i was like writing poetry and they used to grade me on that shit and um and then they were like they took me even further they were like oh do short stories i was doing short stories you know in fifth grade sixth grade you know what i'm saying um shout out Peshine avenue school in newark um so you know what i'm saying and um they would just push me to the point where i was just making my little my, my little stories and they were reading it they were great they were they were loving that it's like oh when you grow up you know you're gonna be a writer and we can tell that you're gonna be a writer you're gonna be a good writer but i didn't turn into writing books or stories you know what i'm saying i ended up actually writing rhymes and stuff like that you understand what i'm saying it's just it, it was like the poetry was there and then and then it's just all intertwined together with, with music and everything like that. But um, it got to a point where, to tell you the truth, the the, the story, the, the, the end part of it was with, when my little brother started rapping before I even started rapping, right? So I was like, holy shit, this guy, you know, he's, he's rapping and I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and then I started writing some lyrics and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I'm, maybe me and him can do something together. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up, yeah, I started writing lyrics. I got to a point where I didn't didn't know how to count bars. <laughs> I, I, I wrote I wrote the bars, but I didn't know how to count them. Like I, I was like overbarring. Like instead of a 16, yeah. I was doing like 20, 24 bars. And he was like, no, you know, you're doing too much. You know, it's a 16 and 16. You could do 24 or you could do that. But, you know, this is how you count bars. And he, he's teaching me the ways of how you really count bars, especially in hip hop. And I was like, oh, OK, that's how you do it. Fine. And it got to a point where I was just like, man, maybe me and you can do something together. You know what I'm saying? So he introduced me to the microphone to actually do a song. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, OK. So when I did my first song, when I when I did my first song, bro, when I tell you my lungs were hurting me, like my lungs yeah. were like on fire. Like You didn't I punch in, right? Like you just did. did you, I didn't know. You it. I didn't know. I went straight because I didn't know that you was allowed to punch in at that particular time i was new to it so i was like man this, this is hard to breathe you know i couldn't even breathe it was burning me i was like man this is and then after i was just so tired you know my, my body didn't wasn't used to that but but at that particular moment i just fell in love with like performing my own lyrics and stuff like that and, and doing music and that's how i came to do music music you know what i'm saying i ended up falling in love with performing in front of the microphone it was just, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful, man. It's just, I just love bringing it to life. You know what I'm saying? That's how it happened. Yeah. So shout out to my little brother for that, man, for hooking me up with, uh, 
a place where I can record because I didn't know, you know, nothing about, you know, going inside a booth or recording in front of an engineer. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know none of that. All I do, all I did was like write and write and write and write. That's all I did. You know what I'm that, saying? That's not as interesting. Um, yeah, but I wrote, but I, I didn't like just write and not say nothing about it. I was, I was, I was in front of the computer. I was writing. I was in front of the computer with some beats. I, I put some beats on there. And, and I and I was practicing on the beat out loud. You know what I'm saying? I was just like practice and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. It wasn't like I was just writing just to write. I was writing and actually performing it in front of the uh, in front of the you know the computer by myself and just you know putting it out there, stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty much that's that's what it was, man. It was it's pretty dope, man. The way I, you know, I became who I became. It was just it just happened like fast you know what i'm saying so yeah man very grateful i i and, and the thing is i had that i had that i had that already embedded i had hip-hop already embedded in me already you know with the with the break dancing and and, and the djing and, and and you know what i'm saying the writing poetry all that stuff leads into into that you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. definitely yeah no, it, it's interesting you say that because like See, I, I like what, what you said as far as like how you started out, right? As a writer and, it, right. and that kind of, right? So like you just was like, you were just like, look, I love this. I love to put words together. And and just that's so real to me because I'm thinking like when I used to, I tell this story a lot. I used to rap. Yeah. Like when I was 15 years old, I decided I wanted to rap. I'm talking, we're talking maybe oh, wow. the year 2000, right? I first started rapping. In the year wow. 2000, and my first song that I ever created was in one of my friends. This is all relative because what you said about like spitting like a hundred bars without knowing how to count, I, that resonated with me because I'm like I did the same thing. I wrote like a yeah. hundred lines because I didn't know what a yeah, bar. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know what the hell. You just kept writing, right? You just this is what I have. Right, right. This is I it. This is my Yeah. I did a song. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my friend, I can recall my friend yeah. who was like about four years older than me, knew more than I did. He was looking at me like, yo, when is your verse going to end? I'm like, yo, I'm not done. I got like another 50 lines to go. So, so That's like crazy. that resonated with me. Yeah. That's crazy. Because if you don't know about counting bars and you're just writing bars, you're not worrying about counting them you just worrying about getting it getting it all out right like yeah. oh shit check this shit out damn i can't believe i said that shit damn this is yeah. even, even better oh yeah. so you just keep going <laughs> down that rabbit hole you know what i'm saying it's just like it's non-stop bro non-stop yeah, yeah. not non-stop and, and so like for me what what i heard when you heard you talked about how your lungs were hurting and you were you were out of breath and stuff like that was so real to me and like also just knowing that okay your, your beginning was as a writer, very much like how mine was as well. So that's like, I, I appreciated that. And like, as you know, everybody starts for different reasons. And right. so mm -hmm. I like the fact that you did, you did three of the elements. Yeah. That, those are the first, that's the first, first thing I did. The three elements, you know, the, the, I did all that, you know, and then it just led to me actually being me. You know what I'm saying? Rapping and stuff like that, man. And I just love doing that shit. And I enjoy more, I enjoy writing even more, even better. Because you know, you you get to a point where you have to change all the time. You you, you gotta be not because of the competition, because 
I'm the type of person that don't I, I don't even worry about I don't worry about nobody. Like I don't care who's fitting the best. I don't care who says they're the best. All right, whatever. That's you. I, I'm, congratulations. I, yo, you're the best. Good. But I know what I can do, and this is what I can do, and I love doing this shit for me. And, and then I'll challenge myself. I'll say, how can I do this better? And I'll just start getting better and better and better and better. You know what I'm saying? It just starts leading into different ways of writing. And you're you like, I can't believe. There's sometimes you write, and you just can't believe you said that. Like, I can't believe I wrote this shit. Like, where where did it come from? Sometimes I ask myself, where the hell, who the hell is this? Like, yeah. it's not me. It, it it feels like it's not me, but I know it's me because I wrote it. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But um, man, yeah, man, that's beautiful. How, the way it it all ended up. You know what I'm saying? No, most Crazy. definitely, most definitely. And I think you know, I always say this too as as well because I stopped I stopped rapping. Um, a long time ago, probably more than 10 right. years ago. I just because just me personally, because I, I kind of I became disillusioned. I fell out of love with it and I became disillusioned yeah. with the, the direction the game was heading in. So I kind of was like, but it is what it is, right? Everybody's got their story. So I kind of like focused my energies to other things. Yeah. Right. So, but I still appreciate it. Like part of me always like there's always a part where I'm looking on and I'm like, oh man, like uh, there's always a part of me that wants to write again. Always, right, I still right. get scratched with that itch. Just gets you me. get that itch. I gotta get it. Like it's like a, a tattoo. Which you gotta get your tattoo. I gotta get a tattoo, man. I gotta get, I gotta you know, get right. It's like, a, it's like an itch. Yeah, it's an itch. Definitely an itch. You get it. And so, like, part I did get that when I saw you, and I and like that to me. That's what was refreshing to me when I saw um, some of your, you know, some of your songs. I went back. I had a I had a look. To, I had to look you up. I had to find your Spotify. I had to look to see what you were about. And that's yeah. why, like, that was part of how this conversation came to be. So, like, right. um, talk to me about some, for me, that's what it was, really. To I was like, man, this guy is a lyricist. I see a lyricist, I'm like, ah. Like, a lyricist recognizes a lyricist. Even though I'm not a rapper anymore, I'm still very, like, into, because I used to write poetry also. So, it's like, I'm very right. into lyricism. So, yeah. who were some of your inspirations coming up? And also, talk to us about where you're from. Tell us about where you come from. Well, you know, I was born and raised in North. Uh, North New Jersey, uh, on the south side. We're talking about uh, Bergen Street, Clinton yep. Avenue. Um, we're talking about the south side, Avon Avenue. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're about, yeah, I, I grew up on that side of Newark. Um, you you would look at me, you think, oh, this guy's from North Newark, but I'm not from North Newark. I'm from South Newark. You know where all the Morenos are at and stuff. So, and, you know, that's where I grew up at, and um, it's been it's been a it's been beautiful for me, you know. I, I learned a lot being being in the ghetto and stuff like that, and growing up the way I grew up and shit. And I, you know, it taught me to appreciate the smallest things, the littlest things that you can that you can have. That you know, it's it's a chance that you couldn't have those little things. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And you know, with hip hop culture, and you mix if you mix that, you know, how can you go wrong? You know what I'm saying? You know, you book smart, street smart. You got you all around, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's like, you know, um, what influenced me, what influenced me to to, to become a rapper is what you're asking me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, basically, oh, oh, what, right? Who? Were I, you I just wanted. Was? I wanted to. I wanted to. Put, nobody. Well, my little. Like I said before, my little brother. Right? He used to be rap. He 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 was rapping, and it influenced me to write more because I wanted to rap with him. 
at that particular time because I liked the way he was doing it and I wanted to see, you know what? How would I sound on the microphone? You understand what I'm saying? I want to know how I sound on the fucking microphone. You know what I'm saying? But um, the top influencers that really got me into like bars and stuff like that were were more like Big L, you know, the way he the way he was just flowing and, and the way he uses words and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it just, it turned me on to like actually sharpen up my pen, my pen game even more. Just keep, keep listening, kept listening. I kept listening. I kept listening. I'm like, Oh shit, this is where I want to be at. You know what I'm saying? This is where I want to be at. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't care if I, you know, I was like, man, I don't care if I don't make it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here to make it in hip hop. I, you know, I, I I'm doing music not to make it in hip hop. I'm doing music to actually enjoy myself doing it because I love doing this. I, I know what I can do. And just hearing me, myself through the speakers is just like, man, I love this shit. You know, and I amaze myself sometimes and I'm like, uh, that's why, you know, I don't pay attention to no other rappers like that and, and compare myself because then I'm I'm going to start losing. You know, saying it. And I'm going to keep comparing myself, keep comparing myself. Oh, my God, I got to get, you know, saying it's just yeah. like, oh, it's a hassle. You can't do that. You know, you do what you do and, and, and be the best at what you can do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I what I try to do. You know what I'm saying? But Big L was a big, big influence on me. Very, very big. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, you know, you know, rest in peace, big pun. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, Big L was he's my top guy. You know what I'm saying? Big L, that's interesting because he's actually my, my little brother. Uh, my little brother's actually like real, real talk. My little brother does music. Right. He is, he is um, legit. He's twenty years old. He's that much younger than me. I'm in my thirties. I'm, I'm thirty five. Right. Right. He knows about Big L. Big L was one of his favorite MCs. Wow. He could tell wow. you about all the freestyles. He could tell. So he's got good taste. Um. And so that's interesting when you're telling me that. And and I'm, I would say, like, Big L and Big Pun are pretty, two pretty good lyricists, great lyricists. Monsters, yeah, monsters. Yeah. Yeah, like monsters, man. They're just incredible, incredible. Well, well you know, not to take, not to take, not to take, you know, from all these other, like, Nas and, and, and all these greats, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z and all, but that was my top, man. That was my Nas, top. See, Nas was always mine. But yeah. yeah, but I I could understand how Big L would. I mean, Big L was a lyricist. Yeah, Big L, <laughs> his freestyles to me. I say this, and you probably agree with this as well. Pound for pound, as far as like somebody just spitting freestyle. There's no disrespect to Big, no disrespect to anybody, because Big was on that level as far as like freestyle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. in a battle setting and all that. I think Big L could take any of them out, as far as in yeah, that setting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Um, just literally yeah. raw, like you know what I mean, like in that cipher setting. Yeah, he didn't care, out. dude. Yeah. Like he didn't care. He knew what he could do, and he's gonna go ahead and do what he needs to do and say what he wants to say. And and he's just gonna, yo, this is this is. I'm coming with this fire, man. I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but that's what that's how he, you know his attitude. And I'm like, yo, yeah, man. Yeah, and he rest in peace, man. But yeah, fire. Yeah. Or no, nah, no, nah, definitely. So, do you like? What's your favorite song from Big L? <sighs> Man, it's, it's there's just... so many. I mean, would you like? Would you look at his DITC stuff 
as bet as better. Do you like the big picture album stuff better? I know some of it was kind of mixed after the I, fact I like, that you get to wrap it up a lot. I like it. Yeah, but I like I like a lot of his stuff, man. Like um like put it on. Um yeah, yeah, for sure. that um the big picture, that 98 freestyle, the big I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Went off, went off. Silly. Um, who else? What else? What else? What else? That deadly, was dead, deadly combination he had. Um oh. yeah, man. He had a he has like that joint he had with um with uh, Big Daddy Kane too. Remember that track? He had on the big picture, Big Daddy Kane was on that album. He had a lot of people don't know that. He was on that album. He had that uh yo, gas we bust, tracks we bust. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Platinum yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't even notice that. Kane went in on that. Yeah, yeah, because Kane's voice sounded different because people were yeah. hearing him in the old school. But you know, he's older, so his voice, of course, his voice is gonna change. His voice oh, sounded Kane, was a, big big daddy Kane was a beast though. Yeah. He was he was he was big. Yeah, you know the the Kumo D's, the Big Daddy Canes. You know what I'm saying that shit. The KRS ones. Speaking, I'm, you know what I'm gonna ask you, right? I'm gonna ask because you just brought it up. I have to. I wasn't even talk about this, but I I gotta ask you this, right? Let me know your opinion. I know it was a little while ago. It was already, you know, several months already ago or so, right? Month and a half ago. The verses. Did you see that oh, verses yeah, yeah. that they had? I caught I caught uh, most of it. Yeah. I Why caught, does everybody say? I'm not going to ask you who won yet. Why does everybody say that KRS won one? He didn't win that versus to me. Or am I crazy? I saw the whole thing twice. <laughs> you got to understand one thing, right? When when KRS gets on, uh, KRS won, he gets on the stage. The man has stage presence like a, like a month. Like that month, yo, that dude. Comes out on the stage and you feel hip hop. You you just feel it. You know, with with, with that alone, it's just like whoa. When 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 you know when he came out, man. Like when he came out, it was just like something like out of this world. It was just like yeah. you know. And, and we seen him on stage, but for some reason on that versus, it just gave me the chills. I was like, oh shit! Like this guy has presence. Like I think that's I think that's what did it. I think the stage presence and 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 just the way he is, man, just be killing shit. Like, here's the thing, though. I'm gonna bring up. Okay, I get what you're saying. This is me. That's right. You know. Uh huh. No, no. I I know what you're saying. He has that yeah. majestic. But if you take away from the for one second, right? Let's right. be clear. Um, KRS One has more records. That's indisputable. He's been more consistent over his career. Okay, Kane had disappeared like for God knows how long. Let's be clear. Kane was running out of records. This is what I, this is my this is my beef, not beef, but this is my problem. Go back and right. watch that versus. I invite anyone. Right. Kane was finishing every single syllable and line in the perform does performance not matter? Like KRS one sounded out of breath to me the whole show. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch. I'm not I'm out of breath. And I was I thought KRS didn't give a show like I expected. To me, he disappointed me in his show. To me. Really? I really? thought yes, yes. Nah. I thought I expected more from KRS. He wasn't finishing his lines. You are an MC, you know. 
You're a rapper. Go back yeah. and listen. That's, that's the, like this. Yeah, that's, that's the crowd his lines. Yeah, that's the bad thing about um, when you come up and, and and try to recite your old stuff. Who who knows? Maybe I'm not giving excuses. I don't want to give no excuses. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. maybe KRS One didn't take it serious. Probably. And didn't practice. He went on with his life. Maybe, you know, Kane was like, I'm going to go in, so I'm going to do this shit every day until the verses. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then it's so it's so refreshing in his mind. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But, I, I'm you know, I, I'm not biased or nothing. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I like KRS better than, you know, Big Daddy Kane. Or, no, no, you're calling it down to how you see it. Yeah, I, I, yeah I just, I'm just saying, like, it was just a, a stage presence for me that, that he wanted the stage presence. Um, the word for word thing going on with the lyrics and that, yeah. You know, Kane ate him up in in that sense, you know what I'm saying. But but does he have better lyrics than him, regardless? Or you know, like how do you feel? Like my question to you is: Do you really think that Big Daddy Kane has better l- lyrics than KRS One? Which think punches? The punches were hitting harder. Like whose punches were hitting harder? And and who has a better discography? I mean. Okay, so better discography, better discography, let's get this out the way. It's not even close. KRS one. That's that's not debatable. KRS one has a lot, he's been more consistent. Right. Um that as a matter of fact, that's one of my biggest knocks on Rockham, on Rockham and Kane, is that I've always felt like they left too much to be desired to be considered the greatest MCs. I felt like they didn't put enough out. I wanted more from those right. guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as lyrics, if you go and listen to lyrics to me, and this is subjective, this is just, I yeah, think Daddy Kane is a better lyricist than 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 KRS One. I just think KRS One is a better artist, if that makes sense. Mm, that artist, makes a lot of sense. Artist yeah. wise, he's more versatile than Kane ever was. But Kane, if you're talking about just spitting bars and you're looking for that, Kane hits you. And first of yeah. all, and, and also he got, he got bars, yeah. First and, and Kane, and go back and see, listen to how he influenced Cat Styles. If there's no Kane, yeah, you, you, no you want to go rewind that shit. Man. No, no, go back to it for sure. Listen, <laughs> I got to go back on it now. I gotta go check it out now. Like. Listen, every single Brooklyn MC that existed past 1990 was influenced by Kane. Right. Point blank period. From at I least mean, from 90 to let's say 2005. At least. That was law. I think that was law. I mean, you had to be. You know what I'm saying? It's just like name him. Name the yeah. MC he was influenced by Kane. I'm from Brooklyn, by the way. That's what I'm telling you because I know yeah. because I've seen those rappers. I've seen them. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's different. Kane is a god over there. So right. you know what I mean? So, but like you said, who's got the better discography? Uh, discography, excuse me. Yeah. KRS One, right? Yeah. KRS One is. And the verses, the verses is not really the verses. The verses is not like, oh, who's the better? Yeah, 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 for sure. Versus. You you know all the bullshit. I mean, if it was just like a battle, like an actual battle, that would be more actual, interesting. If I, in my opinion, I thought that would have been more interesting. It would have been more interesting, but I, you know, if it was like a real battle, battle, you know, it would have been like maybe maybe Kane would have edged it. Because he got more, he got more, you know, more, more to say, and he got a lot. Of, his pen game is crazy, um, but yeah. But the verses is all about. It, it's hard to go against somebody that has more music than you. If you, if I'm going right. to a verses, 
and I, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna set myself up to failure, but if somebody got more shit, like, more <laughs> shit, like real, more dope shit, like they have dope shit. I got dope shit, but if you got dope shit, but you got more dope shit, yeah, yeah. Like, how am I supposed to come back with what? Like, damn, this mug got me. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, I get what you feel. I get you. I get what you're saying, man. I get what you're saying. They both, yeah. they both they crazy. crazy. Yeah, they both, they both top. Yeah, top of the top. I mean, you can't. Yeah, it's indisputable. You can't because yeah. they're the most. I always say, and and listen to this, right? Because this is the thing. I look at also. I I have another category for them. Most influential, right? Mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane influenced more MCs than KRS One did. If you really think about it, more influential because KRS One style is so difficult to imitate. How are you going to imitate his style? He's so different. Yeah, he's so, just like, like yeah, Kane was not weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, like it's something it's weird, weird about him. Like, yeah, it's great though, but it's something weird about him. It's like, how do you imitate it? You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. It's hard, you know. So that's what I think. Kane was somebody who kind of like he paid. I mean, if you look at Az, I mean, you look. I mean, Az is also Az is kind of like a mix of Kane and G Rap. I look at G Rap as another guy who influenced him. Yeah, you know. Um, you talking? I love always talking about who influenced who. Yo, I, AZ, AZ was nice, man. Az was nice. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah, he was nice, man. He's nice. I, yeah, I remember him, bro. For real, AZ. I'm like, I remember Az came out, man. I remember Ooh. when he came. Out. Yo, listen, Az don't get enough respect. And I'm and I'm shocked that he it, like his his career wasn't blowing up more. Yeah, I don't understand. I never understood that. Like, yeah, was it Nas? Was it Nas in a way? Maybe Nas. It was too much Nas going on. Oh, well, all right. So let, let's talk about. Are you talking about more too much Nas going on, like under the table? Or are you talking about? Because I know this. I know Nas. Right. One thing we know about Nas and Az, right? They're tight. They've been tight for the most part. In the back right. of Nas's mind. He knows that AZ got him on that first verse from Illmatic. I don't care what anybody says, and I'm the ultimate not to say it. AZ got him. He ate, he ate his lunch on Illmatic. And I'm a Nas fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but, but that's that's the that's the thing. He he did what he's supposed to do, but still didn't go where he did what he's supposed to do, but didn't go where he was supposed to go. Yeah, I agree with you. It's His career weird. was underwhelming. Not to me as far as the, the work. I, I like the work. I'm saying, yeah, I really yeah, work. Yeah, work yeah, like, that that just didn't make no sense in, in that area. Like, bro, you did what you're supposed to do. You, you Why you was why you didn't go up a notch? Yeah, I why agree. Why did you just stay It, there's a few things for it. The machine messed him up too. I think the machine kind of failed him. He was on several different record labels. I know that. Um, you know, he's had success now though. Recently, if you take a look at Doe or Die Two, he was on the charts. Like he, this is the most successful album he's had in 15 years. If you go look, this last album, Doe yeah. or Die Two, he did well. He's doing well with it. I gotta so check I'm it out. Happy. I haven't even, I haven't even checked it out. Go, I, I recommend it. it yeah, dope, real nice. Yeah. Dope. Listen, I'm an AZ. Look. When it comes to like AZ, the firm, nah, like Core Mega, like all them dudes, I'm always Holy checking. Shit. Core Mega, what the fuck? Hell yeah, hell yeah, yo, don't that shit, that shit was golden. Mega's another that, one. Yo, that's golden, bro. All yo, that was that was my shit. Like I Mega, right? Mega was dope. Hell yeah, 
Hell yeah. That's another one that slipped away. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, yeah. it could have been, you know, maybe if they would have gave him, like, pass the torch a little bit, maybe we wouldn't have none of this mumble rap. <laughs> we, just keep just keep bringing the heaters. Just keep whoever's up and coming on your team or in, your, in the roster, just keep pushing them up. You know what I'm saying? That way we can have this shit forever, like, where the way it was. You know what I'm saying? But well, you know the look. You know what happens right. with this. You know what happens yeah. with this, right? You understand. You with music, right? Right. We're gonna let's be logical here. You know that when it comes to this music, just like anything else, ego plays a factor in it. So if you yeah. notice over time, over time, throughout time, some of right. the greatest MCs of all time, right? Of all times, what have they done? Right? They set up record labels and then they come out with artists, and you're like, how the hell did he sign that guy? That guy's trash, right? Mm -hmm. You ever wonder why that is? Why is it that the most iconic, greatest lyricists of all time signed garbage lyric, garbage MCs to come after them? It's ego. It's ego. They don't want to be. Really think is that? Do you really think it's that? Not all. Not all the. Not all of them signed whack MCs. But okay, go to Tupac. Okay. Is anybody from the Outlaws great? I know. I mean, God <laughs> bless you guys. I know you from Jersey. Maybe your perspective might be different. So I'm gonna be careful with the Outlaws. Is that does anybody from the outlaws or did anybody from the outlaws really stand out to you next to Pac? No, honestly, no. What about the brave hearts from Nas? No, nope. I'll wait. Nope, okay. <laughs> you knew they were there, you knew they right. were there. I mean, I knew they were there, like, but no, no, you're right. I mean, very kind of, rare. I mean, yeah, you could put that together and say, is is. It's planned. It's, uh, it was pre-planned. You know, uh, we want you to be the main guy, and then whoever else can never outshine you. Right, right, because the ego, there's that ego. That's ego. why I was saying that. Ego. Or maybe that's how they set it, you know, that's how they set it up. You know, whoever whoever's taking care of, you know, the paperwork. I look, mean. Look at Biggie, right? Look at Biggie. Right. God, God bless that. First of all, Biggie's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Biggie created Junior Mafia. Junior Mafia's Biggie. Biggie wasn't going around recruiting, trying to find another great MC to rap with him. He wanted to create one. He wanted to create a team. You understand right. what I'm saying? I'm not knocking Big, but what I'm saying is that that's ego too. His fingerprints was all over that. And to each so his I got, a, I, got a, I got a question for you since you brought up. Right, I, I love getting into this type of stuff. You brought up, you brought up Big. So they say, may he rest in peace, first of all. Um, if he was still alive... Will Jay-Z be where Jay-Z is at? No. No, because you got to understand, like, I say this a lot. Biggie, and look, God bless Jay, too. Because Jay, look, it always works that way. You have to, a lane has to open up. It's going to make it easier for you. It's like the same thing. It's the same concept of the NBA. When LeBron James retires, the lane, at least the first couple years when he's out, it's going to be a different, I mean, it's a little different now. He's older. So, bad example. But, like, all right, Jordan. When Jordan, Jordan was the NBA, Jordan, right. Knicks had a championship gifted to them, and they still couldn't win. Wow. It wasn't getting easier than that with Jordan out the league, right? right it's right. the same thing. You have to take advantage of your opportunities, and Jay-Z did that. Jay-Z did that. So we don't discredit the 1994-95 Houston Rockets and Elijah Wan. No. Right? No. Do we discredit Elijah Wan? No. You can't. <laughs> you can't. He won the chip when Jordan was out. He won two chips when Jordan was out. The chips still count. 
Okay. Right, right. Would he have won the chips when Jordan was there? I don't know. Maybe one of them he would have won. Who knows? But he took care of his business. So Jay took care of his business. But would they have been there for sure if Jordan was there? Would they have won? Same thing. If Big was there competing with Jay. Hmm. Jay, there's only one spot. Jay ain't getting that spot from Big, at least not right away. No. There's no way he would get that spot. Not with, not with Biggie alive. He would never get that spot. No. No. And, and that's not a no knockout. And I feel like he was opportunistic because he took advantage of that and he got it. He, I'm not saying that in a bad way. What I'm saying is, like, he took advantage of that spot. That There was a spot there to be occupied. Right. right. And he took it. It, to me, the biggest, and I see if you agree with me, right? Especially because at this time, still New York was doing their thing, right? right? New York East Coast, let's say, right? Yeah. 50 Cent to me was one of the most fascinating studies of all time because 50 Cent came up in a in a time when Jay-Z had a stranglehold on the game still. So the fact that he and Jay existed at the same time is an absolute miracle to me. It was crazy. But, but 50 wasn't going to stop. I mean, that, that he... That get rich or die trying was a real oh. thing. That it was a get rich or die trying was a real life thing mm -hmm. for him. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So he was gonna he's, he was coming, and the way he did it, he's coming for people's heads, and he was coming, and people in the industry knew that. Yo, fifty cents, fifty cent, he's coming. They knew it. Yeah, and uh, and they look, we, let's tie back into what I said before. You know who signed them before, right? And and couldn't hold on to him or did. Hold on to him. You know his story before, right? No, no. Nas. Nas oh, signed, okay. he was signed to Nas. How come it didn't work out with Nas? Ego. Right. Ego. What I say, and I'm not knocking over, Nas. He would, he, would, he would overshine Nas, and that would kill Nas' legacy. It would kill his legacy, in a sense. Right. So it, it didn't work out. Right. One of the greatest, you know, one of the greatest artists that we talked about. Why did about, it work out with Dr. Dre and Eminem? That's a good, okay, I'll tell you how. That's an interesting one. Dr. Dre knows he's not an MC. Dr. Dre, people write for him. Eminem wrote on, um, what is it? Um, no, I know, you're talking about Dr. Dre. Right, right, right. Dr. I'm sorry, Dr. Eminem wrote for Dr. Dre. Yeah, but now I'm talking about Dr. Dre. I said, why did it work for... Dr. Dre's Eminem, because you know Dr. Dre got Eminem, and then Eminem got Fifty Cent. That's how it worked out, right? Dr. Dre, Eminem, and then Fifty Cent. He, Eminem grabbed Fifty Cent and made him part of Interscope. You, you understand? So, yeah, that, that, yep. how if if Eminem was up there like Nas, right? Why did it work out when Fifty Cent came? With with that joint teams with with um with Eminem, why didn't how come it it, it went perfect? What what oh, oh, okay what was, yeah. like, what was the difference? Why didn't it work out for for Nas? You say ego, but then when you say the Eminem didn't have an ego, or it was just I I know what yeah I know exactly what it. All right, so it was with Interscope. Okay, Interscope, so yeah. I think they had a better situation also because you're talking about. You're right. That that is an interesting case. That's a little bit different, yeah. right? It's it's unique. It doesn't happen often. You're right. But what happened was also, I think, what they were able to do with see that's fascinating. And it was Dr. Dre and Eminem. And so they had that's crazy. Shady aftermath G Unit. How they put? I don't know how they did that, bro. 
You know and, what? And, got, and, and, I don't and, know how he and, and he was he was from the city. He's from New York. Yeah, he's from New York. And yeah. and and now yeah. I understand. Now I'm trying to I put two two and two and two together, and I'm like the reason why it worked out because he was he was pulled into the West Coast right. family. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was just like that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't he couldn't exist with Nas in the East Coast thing. It'll be it'll be a lot of good point. A lot of bumping heads. It'll be a lot of bumping heads, but he went over to the West Coast with Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre signed Eminem and Eminem just took 50 cent under his it was a better situation for him. He couldn't co the way he was going, he couldn't coexist with anyone from New York. Because remember, he had problems with Ja Rule and Murder Inc. as well. He had this yeah. He had nowhere to go in New York. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I think you yeah. know what you're right. That's why it worked out. Yeah, that's, that's why, why it worked out. out. And I think that's why it worked out. You know what I'm saying? Um, the ego shit is probably true. It's probably true. That's why none of them, that's why none of them couldn't couldn't coexist with with 50 cent at that particular time in new york in your own hometown like like a person you can build with because y'all come from the same fucking place you understand what i'm saying but it just didn't work out so he went going blanquito he went with the blanquito and and dr trey you know what i'm saying so it was just a totally different man and it just he turned into a monster and look at him now. He's doing big things. He he got shows. He you know he he owns a lot of shit. Like crazy. Yeah. So what happened? Get, yeah, it's crazy. No, no, it's crazy. It is crazy, man. Like, so I want to get back on you, right? So let's get back yeah. to you now. We don't get back. Yeah, to my, you. Bad, my bad. We get started. No, talking. no, no, no. It's good. It's good. I love talking about this stuff. So believe me, yeah. I. You know, you probably saw my other episode recently, or you heard about the last one I did about rappers that sound like other rappers. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty six. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so so let me tell. So let's get into you, right? I want. Well, let's let's finish co- covering with you because I think your story is interesting. So you're Puerto Rican, right? Right. Yeah. Boricua. So, <clears throat> I mean, Newark used to, man. Newark had. I don't know if they still do, but Newark used to have this crazy like. The Puerto Rican population in Newark was like. I remember there used to be a lot of Puerto Ricans in North. Yeah, there still is a lot of Puerto Ricans over there. Yeah, in North, especially in North North. Yeah, we're, spr- we're sprinkled all over the place now. Like, <laughs> 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 <Word> up. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. So, <clears throat> all right. So, we're gonna continue with this, right? I have a, right. a segment. It's time for what Santos said. I will revisit a previous audio and video clip of what I said, of something I said. I'll react right. to it, and then I'll ask you your opinion. All right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to share my screen right now. I'm going to go okay. to this old video clip. This this clip right here is from episode nine, and my guest was uh, Cuban Link. And, uh, nice. Okay. All right. So let me show you. Uh, all right. The top MCs, which were black, and always were black to me. Instead of MCs, the guy, absolutely 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Latinos uh, weren't touching right. the mic like right. that yet. Remember, we weren't on the mic like that yet. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, Pun did that. Pun gave he he raised the bar to the point of get, getting a Spanish man, a Spanish duke to get respected behind that mic. Pun did that. And uh, yeah. here we go. So, what I was saying there basically, we were talking about how 
Latinos weren't really into the hip hop game per se. It was more like on a DJ B boy, uh, you know, graffiti tip, right? So really, you talking about the, you, let, let's make before you say before you say something. Let's yeah. let's make let's make it clear that that is a foundation, right? The foundation right. that holds up, you know, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. Yes. Without that, you wouldn't have yes. hip hop. You know? Yes. Exactly right. That's right. There is no hip hop without that foundation. Without so, that foundation. And we, we, we did the we did the maintenance and all the foundation shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's what I I guess that's my point, right? My point yeah. in there was what, what I want. What I wanted to talk with. What I was talking to him about was how we didn't have that. Um, we started out with that, and it wasn't until pun legitimized us as far as lyricists, as far as the MC element, that we didn't quite. We we were dabbling in it, but we weren't quite doing that yet, like that on getting the respect for it. So, right. so my my point there was just kind of like saying, hey, you know, we weren't doing it yet like that. And then he yeah. said, Cuban said, hey, listen, they we were legitimized by pun. Now, I guess my question for you is, how do you feel about that? And I, I want you to expound on what you were just about to say, and and just as far as our participation and our contribution to this rap game do we get enough respect for that no uh as lyricists we do not get enough respect um maybe a, a fraction when they do hear us um when when we do get a chance to actually bless the mic with with, with lyrics and, and being as good as some of us are uh, that's when the recognition comes in. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, it's like a, a small fraction. We, we're not. Big Pun put us on there, you know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful for that. Um, I wish we had more of us around that time. Um, but yeah, we, we weren't respected. I believe that 100%. I, I agree. I agree. And I look, I'm glad you say that the way you do with conviction, because I, I've said this for a long time, you know, full disclosure, when I used to rap and I was in high school, I was always most often the only, like the only Hispanic kid that was rapping. I was the only one, at least in right. English. I was the only right. one, the only one. And I was battling people of all different backgrounds, but it was mostly, <clears throat> you know, it was mostly African-American. There was a couple white boys, not too many, but um, I was the only one that was Hispanic that was, that was repping. Like I had the flag. I was repping like I had the. I was one yeah, of those. At that age, hard. I was the flag. I was going hard because that going was hard, me. Yeah. Right. Because I felt like I had to, and people looked up to me for that. Right. So, right. what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? That responsibility, having that to represent that, say, hey, listen, we want you all to hear us, but this is where I'm coming from. I think. I, I think right now there's more Spanish rappers like. I'm not talking about Spanish because you know, you. Hispanic Black rappers. Rap. Yeah, Hispanic rappers. I, I think we need to get more in touch with that side of it. It's a lot of responsibilities, yeah, to 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 actually represent, you know, your your the culture being Puerto Rican, Dominican, you know, Salvadorian, whatever. If you're a rapper, you're a rapper, right? Yeah. Um but we if we can come together and really represent who we are uh we can do a big we can do some changes we can make some changes we can get well respected but 
when does that ever happen? Do we ever stick to, together? Are we known to be sticking together in that sense? You understand what I'm saying? Do we really stick together? Let's be honest. And and as rappers and, and MCs, let's put MCs and with the skills that we got, we should be uplifting one another. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of like ignoring one another, you know, representing us, you know, Puerto Rican Day Parade comes, we represent. Or every time we do a video, we represent, you know, stuff like that. You know, you got to go hard with it. But if you don't, then you can't be you can't be acknowledged as a ethnic group that that are really good at mastering, the, you know, lyrics and, and emceeing. You know what I'm saying? It's just it just won't happen because we, we won't be recognized like that. No matter what we did to help hip hop become hip hop, it's just not recognizable. Like people don't know the shit that we did to bring hip hop to the surface. You understand what I'm saying? They would never know, you know, but, but we got to keep reminding them, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, if we can get recognized, we get recognized. And, and, and I appreciate you having, having me up here, um, on your platform. So, you know, people can recognize that, you know what, we got some serious spitters that are Puerto Rican, Dominican, Salvadorian, any Hispanic, you know, saying don't doubt us any, you know, we, we got what it takes, you know, look at Joel Ortiz and look at big pun son, you know what I'm saying? Chris Rivers, really? you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Emilio Rojas. I mean, if you don't oh, know who Emilio Rojas from is. Rochester. From Rochester, you know what I'm saying? Come on now, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about lyrics. Uh, how about Flawless Real Talk? Yes. Yes, that's come another, on. that's a very underrated one, yes. Come on, this. come on. We got, we got MCs, you know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, we and then all these Mortal other technique. underground cats. Mortal technique. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, we got we got what it takes. We just gotta do more together. I mean, just imagine that. Imagine that, Santos. Imagine that a whole bunch of MCs, Puerto Rican MCs, just doing it up. Videos, stages, killing it, like, like selling out and shit. Like. We up there doing what we supposed to be doing and helping each other. Just imagine that. Hey, listen, that's that's part of my vision too, man. That's why, like, that's why I have people such as yourself here because I I wanna I wanna play a part from my vantage point from do right. my part, right? I'm not mm-hmm. an MC anymore. I'm not a rapper, but I'm that'll a fan. Get, that'll get you out of retirement for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I always think about that all the time, and I'm like, man, I wonder if I just drop a little LP or whatever. I might just just let them know Why one not? day I just shock everybody. Why not? Hey, it's yo, it's part of you. I mean, I don't see it. I don't see it being that hard for you to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you yeah, never no, know. You never know. That. But but no, for real. But I mean, I think we we could do more. We could do better. Um, but like I told you before, I don't know if I told you. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't see, I don't see color no more. I don't see race. Um, I just see hip hop as a culture yeah. right now, yeah. you know, but if you, when you put it this way, yeah, man, we could do a lot of damage. Like we could do a lot of things, some great things together. Like, you know what I'm saying? If we stick together, definitely. We definitely. have Yeah. We could do that. We just, it just takes the right people to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. So let me ask you, right. I'm going to ask you, since you are from Jersey, I'm right. going to ask you, right, 
Because I always notice, I feel, do you think that there's like a chip on the shoulder? I always felt like rappers from Jersey got this chip on their shoulder. And I say it in a, in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. That makes them, they got to kind of go harder. Is, does that exist? Yeah, we, we're, we're in, a, yeah, we're in a, the shadow of New York. Yeah. Um, to tell you the truth, I mean, uh, we have a lot of spitters here, man. Yeah. Um, black, orange, green, purple, doesn't matter what race, what color. We got spitters, man. We got some spitters, like incredible MCs, you know what I'm saying? And and that's the reason why we got a chip on our shoulders. Like you guys forgetting us and we're part of the tri-state area. It's like right. you just because we're in Jersey and in New York, you, you know, we you can't say we can't make we can't say that New York is it's not home. Like everything is home. Jersey City, Jersey City, Hoboken. You know, New York, right across the yeah, river, that's like, all home. like, that's all like, it's, it's all home. Like, like, how, how you, you know, yeah. how you gonna like, like, turn your backs? You know, what I'm saying, like, now that's all home to me. Look at that. That's all in the yeah. area. That's why we got a chip on our shoulders. Like, yo, don't forget about us. We, you know, look, we do this shit too. You know, what yeah. I'm saying. So, you know, that's why a lot of us have a chip on our shoulders. I don't have a chip on my shoulder um, because I'm I really, I'm not here to like. Let like I'm not here to like um to prove anything. I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. I just let me just rap, let me just do what I do, and I just want to make my music. You recognize it? Fine, good. You don't or you do, but then you just trying to ignore me, that's fine too, but you still listening. <laughs> you know you're listening. Know you we know you're listening. We know you're listening, but it's all good, man. You know, so I just don't I don't no chip on my shoulder. I I just do it for the love of the culture, and for the love of the poetry. You know what I'm saying? The, the the roots where I come from. You know, like the writing. Like that's why I do it. You know what I'm saying? That's what's yeah. up. That's that's, what, yeah. that's a beautiful thing, man. Tell me. So tell us about the song "Be All Right" because I heard that joint dope song. And yeah, so tell me about that song "Be All Right." Um, um, it's basically telling people, you know, it, it is, we're going to be all right. You know, all the, all the bullshit that's going on with the, the music and you know, the bullshit I'm talking about, all the bullshit yeah, yeah, that's going on with the music, come chill with us, come, come listen in, come, come on this journey with us with the real music. Cause it's going to be all right. If you do come, come, come with me, just come, come for the ride, you know, enjoy the ride. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of shit on your mind too. Come, you know, come for the ride. You know what I'm saying? You want to enjoy yourself. You want to go crazy and, and have fun with, with real music. Just come. Come with us. It's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what what, what I'm, I'm talking about on that on that, um, on that that track, man. It's, it was so much. It's like so much fun to do. Like it was so much fun to do because it's just like it's just like it's up tempo and, and, you know, everything's going to be all right, man. Like. Let's go. Let's let's have fun. Let's have, have fun doing real music. You know what I'm saying? Not no mumble rap, none of that other shit. You know? No, it's a dope record. I heard it. That's why I'm. T- man, I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Dope I appreciate that, man. It's yeah, nice. man. I appreciate you listening, man. It feels good to have you know people listening and 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 stuff like that, man. It's just it's just so real, man. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. You know? So talk talk to me. Talk to the audience about. What is the Goat Squad? 
uh, uh, Ghost Squad is a collective of a collective of a variety of um, individuals. Meaning, we we bring different flavors to the table. You know, what I'm saying we have our bar smith. We got a lot of bar spitters, right? But we also have we have singers. We have we have um, person can do trap music or club music. We have that too. If you need, you got you need, to. You know what I'm saying? We have female MCs that are dope. You know what I'm saying? They just they kill it with the bars. Um, we got producers. Uh, we got engineers. You know what I'm saying? Videographers. You know, we got a radio show host, uh, regular cat radio. You know what I'm saying? He does he does his radio show on um on iHeartRadio. You know what I'm saying? He's playing, spinning our shit, spinning, you know, old school shit, '90s music plus our stuff. And man, it's just a beautiful thing. It's all coming together. Um, yeah, it's just a collective of gifted gifted people. That's why we're we're all good at what we do. Like what we bring to the table, we are top notch at what we do so that's why we're goat squad because we're the goat at what we do individually you know what i'm saying that's, that's basically what it is hell yeah so that's what that's basically what it is i mean it is it, it's, it's hard to come through and get get like get with some people that are like that are like like-minded like you know what I'm saying when everybody's like on the same page, everything flows beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, definitely, definitely. And, and, yeah. and I, you could listen. That's 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 a beautiful thing when you're able to have those people all like-minded individuals come together. I think right. it just makes everything for a better story. And and you just keep everything. It's a, it's a team. You have that cohesion. Team, that yeah. uh, that, that cohesiveness. Mean, move uh, as a team, but stand out individually. You understand? Like we, it's like we move as a team, but we don't limit nobody. Like in the sense of like limiting and let the let go squad overshadow. You know, we don't do that. We make sure that everybody gets their shine in the sense of like their individual gifts, and everybody stands out in their own in their own way. You know what I'm saying? And we don't want to get a, get in the way of each other. We don't because we let it's free space. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. yeah. Do what you need to do. Let's get it. Let's get it going. But make sure you get it right. Make sure you do it the best way you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Quality first and everything else follows. Then we all good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I guess but before we wrap up, right? Um, obviously, let us know what you're up to, what you got coming out, and um plug whatever oh. you want to plug. Yeah, um, let me give a shout out to my team, first of all, you know. Go squad, you know what I'm saying? Go squad. Shout out to them. I know a few of them already. I'm up getting yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You gotta chop it up with uh with some some of them, man. They really dope, dope people, man. Like you 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 would love it because you know we got the same mentality, everybody's on the same page. You're gonna love the conversations, it's just it's gonna be crazy for you. If you do um interviews with them, you're gonna love it, man. You're gonna love them individually, you're gonna love it. every single one of them. It's just like wow, it's crazy. I spoke um, to some of them offline. They, they dope people, man. Real great yeah, people. Yeah. Humble, really talented as well. So yeah, man, real talented. Like uh, you know, very, very like old, underlooked. Like nobody, like they're overlooked. Like if the the world sees them, you know, they'll be like, "Holy shit, where where was I?" You know what I'm saying? They're they're so dope, man. I would, you know, I can't wait till the world sees them. They will though. So believe that, you guys will see these guys. Um, and girls, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to the Ghost Squad once again. Um, yeah, man. Um, I got an EP coming out in March. Um, getting everything together, all the beats together uh, uh, with King Virtue. We're doing a, a EP. It might turn into an album. You know how that goes. Sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. you write for an EP and all of a sudden you got some extra songs. You're like, holy shit, album let's time. do an album. It's album time. You know what I'm saying? Let's might as well do an album. So either EP or an album by March. Right now, I'm already writing to it. Um, I'm doing a lot of features right now. Um, I'm doing features with people, you know what I'm saying, while I get this out, what get this EP or album going. That's what I'm doing. Um, but basically that's what it is. Um I'm trying to get a lot of visuals out. Um, this coming um March, as soon as I drop that that EP. Or that album, I'm gonna be doing like videos to every single one of those tracks. So I got that in motion. Uh, I already talked to the video- videographer. Uh, we talked about it. We chopped it up, and he said it, it's a go for sure. It's too cold to do it. Do that shit now, bro. No, no, no. I ain't going, I'm, yeah, I'm not going out there freezing my ass. <laughs> you know, hell no, bro. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Uh, but yeah, we talked about it. We said yeah, we're gonna wait. It gets it gets too cold out here. Um, we're going to do that shit in the springtime all the way through summer and everything. And then it's going to be great, man. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Um, Where can they yeah. find you? They can find me at True Words. Like it says right there, True Words everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You can get me uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, you know, everywhere. Say the handles because – say the handles yeah. because um, – you can, you can find me at yeah, – yeah, yeah, you can find me at uh, True Words. That's uh, at T R U W E R D Z at the end. That's how I spell my name all together. You know what I'm saying? All together, no spaces, no descriptions, and everything. So, yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, come come mess with me. Listen to my music. Um, if it's your preference, if you like lyrics, then I'm the guy you should be listening to. Lyrics. Um, yeah, if you like bars and stuff like that, I'm the guy you you know you listening. You should be listening to. If you like boom bap and grimy sound, that grimy sound, I'm the one you should be listening to. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man, um, look me up. Look up Goat Squad. You know what I'm saying? Look up my you know look up my producer. You know King Virtue. Look up all these guys that's on on the Goat Squad, man. We we're gonna bring it for 2022. We're working very, very hard to keep this uh, hip-hop alive, keeping the culture alive. Uh, that's our, our main priority uh, with quality first, of course. You know what I'm saying? But once again, yeah, I already know who it is. It's True Words. You can find me everywhere. You know what I'm saying? T-R-U-W-E-R-D-Z. Let's get it. That's that's what's up, man. Special shout-out to to your whole squad, uh, Gold Squad. Yes, I will definitely talk to a few of, the, a few of those guys soon, hopefully. Um and um, I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah, for man. Through, man. We we will continue to build. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. You can you can you can bring me up here. We can talk about you know what we were talking about before. You know what I'm saying? We can, oh, that's we can a whole other episode. That, that that's beautiful, man. I like talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you know a lot of shit pop up. You be like, yo, I didn't think about that. It yeah, was flowing. Yeah, it was flowing. It was a good. Yeah, episode. It was flowing. It was good. Good episode. I love conversations like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you get those conversations at the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you go to the barbershop yeah. and there people talking that shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, thank you for having me. I appreciate you, man. And uh, shout out to everybody, you know, that has a chance to see this. And man, mess with me, man. Mess with me.
Definitely. Listen, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to your squad. Um, shout out to Jersey, the whole state of New Jersey. Yeah, shout out he's to Jersey. Love. Shout out word to up. Jersey. My father actually is from is in Jersey. So shout oh, out word. to word yeah. up. I won't say up. what town, but I'll tell you offline. But Tri State, baby. Tri State, man. That's what that's all that counts, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Listen, all my right, brother. Bro. Thank you so much. It was an honor. I appreciate having you on, man. This is a pleasure, man. You know, anytime you need me, man, I'm here. You feel me? Like, appreciate you, I'm man. Here. Hell yeah. All right, my brother. Thank you. Bye, brother. Be well. Peace. Peace. So, um, man, that was great. That, I'm telling you, we could have had a whole different episode, um, a whole separate episode on just talking about the politics, the hip hop stuff behind closed doors, what goes on. Um, the 90s hip-hop acts, the whole thing. So um, special shout-out to True Words. Shout-out to the Ghost Squad. Um, shout-out to Jersey, the whole thing. And, um, man, that was episode 27. So um, special thanks to him, the whole team, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on social media, Santos Thread Shop, Instagram, Santos Thread Shop, TikTok, uh, my Facebook as well, Santos Threads uh, Official. Uh, what else? The Santos Says Podcast on YouTube. And um, again, keep the conversation going. If you like, share the whole thing. And as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest.